Oh, could you imagine being that guy? Being that juggalo? That sounds like a beanie baby from 40 years in the future. <laughs> Business juggalo baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Twist My Arm Podcast. My name is Josh, and I have my co-host Jesse with me. Say hello, Jesse. Good morning. Good morning, yes. It is a morning episode, and it has been a hard morning. It's been a hard week with this podcast. I I don't know. I'm very <laughs> technologically challenged, and I just... I don't, I don't fucking know. It's so frustrating. But... It's all we're recording now. We're good. We're still it's still working. This episode is is gonna get done, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is gonna be part of the Corbin's Corner weekend. It'll be like a twofer episode because last week didn't work out as well um, due to technical cat difficulties. So, <laughs> um. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of stuff to talk about from now two weeks. We have two weeks of pent up aggression to talk about and uh pent up news and stuff. So first I did want to just get all the twist my arm advertising out of the way. <laughs> um Jesse's been Do working it. Jesse's been working really hard on a website for us and it's up and running, right? The WordPress? Yeah. Totally okay. up. I don't, yeah. It's uh, twistmyarm.wordpress.com. Cool. And I did update that on our Facebook page, um, which is facebook.com slash twistmyarmpodcast. Uh, you can now tag us. If you want to ask us something, you can at twistmyarmpodcast. Um, our email, twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. Twitter, at my twistmyarmcast, at the real Jesse Bailey. Uh, we have a Twitch account now, TMA Games. And our YouTube and Instagram is twistmyarmpodcast. So find us on. And I actually have to update that. What? If I could, um, I just got to update really quick. Um, So the real Jesse Bailey is actually my Twitch name, and then on Twitter, I'm just at Jesse Bailey. Super easy. Okay, I fucked that up. Yeah, my bad. I got I got to Twitter first, and all the other Jesse Baileys got to Twitch first. So I suppose it's fair. Yeah, that makes sense. Coffee. Oh, cold coffee. I've been at this for so long, my goddamn coffee's cold. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those are, I'll get, get, get in touch with us <clears throat> on any of those. Send us an email for, you know, any anything you want us to cover. Any cool stories you got that, you know, we might be interested in. Let us know. We always like to hear from people. So, um, yeah. And eventually, the website will have... Eventually, the website will have more uh, content on it right now. It's basically just a stream of the podcast. And then 
we will have the links to the clips from our Twitch stream uh, once the clips have been curated and set and things like that. Right. The Twitch is still um, kind of a work in progress, but um, it's getting there. For right. Sure. We've had a few live, live. Uh, what, what do you call those games? Live gameplay. Live streams. Stream. That's the word. <laughs> um, <laughs> had a few live streams already, but and and with our Switch episode, the Nintendo Switch episode, that was all featured on there as well um so anyway speaking of video games i know you had some things you wanted to talk about as far as new video games and stuff didn't you jesse yes definitely so um i recently picked up ghost recon i've been playing a lot of that it's really fun um i'm gonna reiterate the disclaimer that i gave for it before which was if you play Ghost Recon, try to play it with friends. It's so much better with actual people playing with you than it is to play with the AI. Um, and once you've got the basics of the game down, you're pretty much good to go. So you're going to have to decide how you want to play because it's one of those games that lets you play however you want. If you want to go in guns blazing, you know, blowing everything up, that totally works. If you want to have more of the stealth aspect, that works too. It, it offers whatever... Uh, gameplay avenue you seek. Is it kind of one it's of those things smooth. where it, it gives you extra bonuses if you do like the stealthier kind of mode? Uh, it depends, and it goes mission to mission. Okay. So, like, um, the, the thing about it is, though, that there are thousands, it, seeming, it seems like, thousands of side missions in the game as well. So those are a little more pickier flavor type of a thing. Um, okay. The in-game missions, a lot of time they'll give you like very specific instructions, like sneak into this place, then set off C4 here, then interrogate okay. this guy. So it's like, you know, it's a lot of it mixes the different aspects of the game into each mission. But I do want to reiterate, play it with friends. When you're playing with the AI, it just it's it feels like it's like one step too slow or one brain cell too stupid or something like that it's like it um, always, the ai is always like that though it's always been one step yeah. behind you to make you feel better definitely <laughs> yeah not to um, make you play better <laughs> but to make you feel better right well why would you play if you didn't feel good exactly so. um so is it <laughs> d oh man there is it, are there like different difficulties and stuff is there like a solo player mode or is it like yeah it's it's not a solo player mode but the, there is, there are difficulty settings um and they do make references to the 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 uh friendly ai in the difficulty settings but i mean even at their best you know if you're playing on the best and your settings are the best then the computer settings are the best and it doesn't sure. take much for them to spot you from far away so it's it's kind of a catch-22 like i i actually haven't played the game unless my friends were online playing it like okay. I haven't played it by myself at all. So <laughs> I can't really speak that much to the single player experience, but other than to say that I really haven't had the drive to go find that unless, you know, my friends were online. So I sure. didn't really want to play by myself anyway. Um, good news though. If you do want to play by yourself, uh, horizon zero dawn is doing that, very well. I was just going to ask <laughs> have you picked that up yet. I haven't. I'm going to. Um, I was I was really worried and skeptical because a lot of the games that have been coming out recently have been getting, you know, 
drug over the coals because of the hype and the the game content not living up to the hype and things like that. That's so true. And I was really excited. Yeah, I was really excited for Horizon Zero Dawn. So I was like, oh man, this is going to happen to me. Like, this is going to be a terrible game. And it's just, uh, I'm going to get screwed again. I'm going to buy a terrible game. And I'm not going to like it, you know. Um, I, but, think th- I think that's kind of you know, like going to the movies by yourself, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you make your decision and you're like, this game looks really cool. It's like me in Final Fantasy 15. I was like, this game looks really cool. And I really enjoyed it. But the majority of people really didn't like it. And I could never understand why. Yeah. But it was just because I, I like I went into it all myself. I was like, oh, this looks really cool. And so I guess I kind of tricked myself into thinking it was cool. So sometimes that can work out to your advantage. It's like, you know, like yeah. I was saying, going to a movie. I, I've gone to movies by myself plenty of times and I would I love those movies that I go to by myself, even though other people are like, well, that's garbage. (laughs) Yeah, for me, though, that's just that's like almost a whole separate conversation because going to a movie by yourself is like you have to you have to physically decide to do that. You have to be in the right mood. Like there has to be a movie that you want to see, but that you don't want anybody else's input on like. Going to I'm, a not, movie I'm, by not, I'm not even like talking that. I'm just saying, like, I've I just go to movies for fun, like by myself. And there are some movies oh, that man, I've gone to myself I that I didn't like, and some that I've gone to myself that I really, really like that other people didn't like. You know, and so I'm. Just, I could not. I couldn't just go to a movie by myself. I don't know <laughs> how you do that. Like, I that that seems weird. I I don't know, <laughs> man. I I love it. I <laughs> I don't know. I like. No, I'm gonna. It. Ask, I, I lived I'm by gonna a theater for a while. <laughs> I'm gonna ask people on Twitter right now. Is it weird to go to a movie theater by yourself? <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's fair. Anyways, but that's what I'm saying. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Anyways, Horizon Zero Dawn um, has done over. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Go ahead and die. Yeah. Um, Horizon has done over 2.6 million units in under the first two weeks that it's been available. Oh, wow. So that's pretty, that's pretty cool and very successful. Um, the, yeah. I believe earlier today, uh, today's the 17th St. Patrick's day. Happy St. Patrick's day, by the way. Yeah, indeed. Um, well, I, was, I just, a friend <laughs> just texted me. He's like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, I don't know. I might go see Logan. And he's like, it's St. Patty's day. Fucker. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I yeah. forgot. <laughs> yeah. So happy St. Patrick's day, everybody. Don't be so an anyways, amateur. Yeah. If you have to drink, then God. get an Uber or a Lyft or a walk home. And and don't, I mean, don't, oh God, don't be that person that goes to the bar and is like, I'm just going to get wasted and then throw up all night or something. Like, total amateur hour <laughs> don't, all the time. Don't ruin your friend's <laughs> night tonight. Please. Make that your goal. Don't, oh God, don't be that guy. Sorry, move along. Anyways. So about so about four hours ago on today, St. Patrick's Day, um, the Guerrilla Games, uh, the creator of Horizon Zero Dawn, um, announced that there will be an expansion coming shortly. So, nice. Okay. I wanted to ask too. You, you said in, that game up in two weeks. It sold how many units? Uh, two point six million copies. Now, do you know how if it how much it sold in its second week compared to its first week? I actually don't. Um, but because if I had to guess, I would say a bunch of them came in the second week after the first wave of reviews and actual gameplay. That's hit what I was thinking for normal like, people. And that's that's when you know a game is good is when the second week is 
booming, you know, like, cause it's like the movies. That's Again, a good Jesus, question. why do I keep going back to the movies? But same thing, you know, you get the, the movie that comes <laughs> by out by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the movie that comes out and then people give it reviews and, and, the, and it's really good. And so then the next week it's like 10 times better. And I, I, you know, the, oh God, where did I go? I'm high. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I am high. <laughs> it's my day off. And I woke up yeah. and I just, I got stoned. So what Jack I'm trying to say is that the just, game is probably really good <laughs> because the second week is so much better. <laughs> right. God. Once people got to see what the actual game was, they loved it right. and wanted it. Right. So that's a good thing. And it's a good sign for the future of the game if you already bought it that they're announcing an expansion because now, you know, at least it can be like, oh, okay, this isn't going to be one of those games that I end up hating three months from now. You know? Right. So that's good. Yeah. And, you know, um, since I beat Final in, Fantasy, I haven't picked it up. And they, I think they're just now releasing that first expansion for it. And I'm just like, eh, I don't care anymore. So I'm probably not going to. Well, they, pick had, they that had like up. a seasonal event. They had that seasonal event though, didn't they, or something similar to that? Uh, like it was like a free DLC. Oh yeah, it was like the <laughs> doesn't fucking, count. That was the uh, the the giant chicken carnival thing. It was really dumb. Oh, the Kukuru, Kokoro, Chocobo. That's Chocobo. 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 The Chocobo. You're killing. You're killing the video game audience right now. Nobody's gonna watch the Twitch because you're like. <laughs> what are the what are the giant chickens like i was so far away from giant chicken that i didn't even know what, that you were trying to say chocobo <laughs> that's i i never yeah. played a final fantasy game before one of the main reasons i bought that I game know, is because I, I saw that you can ride a giant chicken like that is how how much of a final <laughs> fantasy virgin i am <laughs> like even kylie when we were playing well, when i was looking at the commercial she's like you mean a chocobo and i was like what, is that what it's called? Wow. <laughs> She's like, "Are you fucking serious?" So, you're, so, so you're watching a commercial for a video game, and your girlfriend, who's <laughs> younger than you, is like, "You mean a chocobo, grandpa?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it was. Oh my god! So wow, <sighs> I didn't realize that your level. Of, I really thought you had encountered Final Fantasy, but that's no. That's, weird but yeah i don't know why i, huh. I mean I've, I've always heard of it and people playing it and stuff but i guess when it got really big like the final fantasy 7 and i think even wasn't 12 pretty big too yeah 12 was awesome and yeah i didn't i didn't have a playstation until the ps3 oh well so, i'm pretty sure 12 either is coming out again or came it out is again or and i'm planning so on, you'll be able to play it in I'm, hd i'm planning on getting that when it comes out because well, i'm very stoked seven is also being remade exactly yeah i, so I will definitely be getting the final that's fantasy the important series one now i just when i was younger and like had systems i always had a nintendo so i didn't really get into a, ah, lo a lot of video games to be sense. honest like i didn't even get into first person shooter games until call of duty world at war well, and you, and when you say kid, I'm thinking like ten-ish, right? Because otherwise, you would have played Final Fantasy because those things were all on Nintendo and Super Nintendo, like well, all the way up. Yeah, and I guess when I ha I had a I had both of them when I was younger. I had a Super Nintendo, a regular Nintendo. I had a Game Boy, all that stuff. But I was into Mega Man and uh, the uh, Mario series. There's and no like, shame in that, and Zelda <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, so I. 
Yeah, and, no sh- and it's it's funny no that it's funny that I didn't play Final Fantasy because Zelda was such an adventure game that yeah. you know I I I've always I don't know I've always wondered like Super Nintendo had Final Fantasy three I think and um, <laughs> NES had one and two but yeah I, I don't know I beat Mega Man three when I was probably eight years old so fuck everybody <laughs> eat it yeah. So, can, can, um, yeah. the last game, go ahead. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I just wanted to talk some shit, but I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so the last game that I have on my list is, um, it's a new game that's actually going to be coming out on April 4th and it's going to be free, uh, for PlayStation plus members. It's okay. the debut of this game called drawn to death. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. And I haven't. If you haven't, I'm really excited. Okay. Then I'm really excited to tell you about it. I'm going to look it up. So, right it's the concept of this game is that it is a hand-drawn shooting brawler that takes place in the pages of a teenager's notebook. Is it like so Comic Zone? All those doodles. Yeah. Well, sort of. Okay. It, it's closer to like, uh, it's it's like, I guess you could say it's sort of like Overwatch, but the art style is like super jail kind of like that oh. hand drawn pen sketch. Like, like so. Remember how oh, you yeah, used to draw sure. on all your binders in school? You draw tight. like a dragon, and there'd be like a guy with a guitar on the dragon. Oh, like, you know, I so have that's seen. Where the game I've seen some place. things about this, and I, I thought it looked like Borderlands a little bit. It does like once. So the actual game world is is like cell shaded, two D wrapped around three D. Yeah. Like there's no, they're not they're not pretending it's not a hand drawn piece of crumpled up paper. Right. But it, the the aesthetic of it is beautiful. It's almost like a like a little big planet feel to right. it. Right. Like crafted. <laughs> um, oh man. And it's it, it has that gameplay that's like a shooter but every character has their own abilities and it it seems very close to the overwatch model of specialized characters with very specific combat roles and things like that um who's i haven't played it apparently it's been in early access for over a year now um the the person who's making it or the studio that's making it is called the bartlett jones supernatural detective agency okay um and i think it's a new studio but David Jaff or Jaffe, whose name oh, I don't know, the how God to of War creator, is the director. Exactly, mm-hmm. and he was also the most recent director of the Twisted Metal franchise. Oh, so, okay. very interesting influences and background on the people making the game. Um, like I was saying, I think it's been over. It's been in early access for over a year, so there's a lot of players that have already become part of this community online. Um, their release with with the game coming out the way it is free and to you know basically push on all playstation plus members Mm -hmm. that's a pretty big deal like for any game because that audience is huge yeah so i would think that's a sign of great faith from sony or somebody at playstation so i'm really excited for this game um i think I'm if you, to, if I'm you haven't heard of it or if you haven't checked it out yeah if you haven't checked it out um that's fine go to drawn to death.com it's you know it'll show you 
all of the basic gameplay ideas and concepts. They have an interview with the creator and things like that. Um, and then the game is going to be free. So you really don't have an excuse not to play it. I mean, yeah, you know, try it out. And if you don't like it, then delete it. But try it out. It's going to be free. And it looks great. So I, uh, I will that's say... probably going to wrap up the video games that I had to cover. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll add one in there because a, a friend of mine just told me about this game. And I, I downloaded it and started playing it a little bit. It's super interesting. It's called uh, Let It Die. Have you ever heard of this? I think I have. It's free. I haven't played um, it. It's it's a it's a tower game, you know, where you kind of got to like climb the tower, get to the top. Um, but it's now is this free on PlayStation? Yeah, or free on free PlayStation. On I'm, I'm actually. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I just thought of this as we were talking about um, the drawn the, the drawn one. God, what is it called? Jesus. Drawn to death. Yes, drawn to death. Um, as we were talking about that, I I just thought about this, you know. Um, free game that I was playing this last week and it's uh, there you go it's Hack and Slash um, free to play Hack and Slash on PlayStation 4 um, it was released in December by the way I'm getting this oh it's a Japanese game yeah very cool yeah and it's it's like you I, I haven't played a lot of it but but it seems like you have to f- you fight your way to the top and if you die you start at the very bottom again kind of like a Hmm. the uh, Dead Dead Rising game, you know, where you have like a certain amount of time to get to the end of the game, and if you die, you start right. over. Like, But, you know, you got to find the different armors and, and weapons and stuff to, to get through this maze. It's very interesting. Oh, very cool. So upon death, a player's death data is then circulated among other players' games where they will appear as very formidable opponents. Oh, that's cool. Wow. So like, say you got to, you know, wherever, whatever progress, like 75% of the way through the game, and then you died, the character you died as will become a bad guy for somebody else. Yeah, that's tight. that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very sweet game. The graphics are incredible. The The gameplay is, it flows really nicely, um, especially for just, I, I don't, I don't like to play new games because of the button configurations most of the time it's hard to get used to that shit yeah and i'm just kind of a bitch about it (laughs) but it was really easy to get used to um it was kind of like uh i i've i've been praising this game turtles the teenage mutant ninja turtles in in manhattan or whatever that game was the super fun the the configuration was really easy to get used to but the you know the moves were super cool once you once you had it mastered so Definitely check it out. Um, game's called Let It Die, and it's free on PlayStation Four. Um, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll keep you guys up updated as I, as I play. Let's see where where it goes. Um, and yeah, you didn't have anything else for video games then. Um, not off the top of my head. So, <clears throat> oh, actually, I do. Sorry, All one right. more thing All off right. the top of my head. Um, Destiny, Destiny's final game update is coming um, before they stop development on the current title and start focusing solely on Destiny 2 or whatever they're going to call it. Um, so they're creating this s- sort of uh, strange end of the end of the era event where they're bringing back all the old content from the original game, updating it to current levels, making it more challenging, and putting new loot into all the loot tables. Um, 
it's kind of something that Destiny is notorious for doing, is recycling their content. Um, but if you're a fan of the game and you haven't played in a while, it's a nice way to jump back in and have that maximum nostalgia factor that you had when you first started playing. Right. Um, I will definitely be jumping back in. I've been lax in my Destiny play lately. Um, if you haven't heard me talk about Terraria, I've just been playing so much Terraria. It's one of those games that you just get lost in because you tell yourself, I'm going to play this for 10 more minutes, and then four hours later, your girlfriend is slapping you because you need to go to sleep. <laughs> Anyways... I guess if I could wrap it all up into one nice little bow, I would say check out Drawn to Death. Probably pick up Horizon Zero Dawn, even though you probably already did. Um, play some Ghost Recon with your friends. Try Terraria. And if you were playing Destiny, but you stopped, maybe come back and give it a try. All right. Sweet. That's a good wrap up for that. Um, we're going to move on to our Star Wars news. My favorite part of the show, of course. Um, I have some bumpers, by the way. (laughs) I have some things that I'm... I'm not doing it now. I'm working on them still. (laughs) God, dude. Yeah. It takes a minute. We'll leave this part in. (laughs) I have some bumpers. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, first bit of news is... I think this is really interesting to hear, um, but J.J. Abrams has been claiming that Mark Hamill is going to win an Oscar for this role, for Luke Skywalker. Um, For his performance in this movie? Yeah. Which is a very bold statement, considering, have you seen Mark Hamill and the way he acts? (laughs) It's just. Oh my God. I'm having a realization right now as we're sitting here. Okay. You know what this is? What? He's oh my god. He's he's so trolling everybody. So <laughs> he's saying Mark Hamill's going to win an Oscar for this performance, right? Okay. But what he means is because the the prosthetic that we made of the lightsaber getting buried in Mark Hamill's face is so <laughs> convincing that it's going to be a visual effects Oscar for Mark Hamill. That's what's going to happen. They're gonna have to make a whole new category oh my for best death. <laughs> that's that's no. It'll do. It'll be visual effects, Star Wars, and then in the in the Oscar theater, they'll play the scene, and he'll be like, he'll be like, Ray, come back to the light, and she'll be like, <laughs> and 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 I swear, I swear, that's what he's talking about. J.J. Abrams thinks uh, Mark Hamill will win an Oscar for the prosthetics from the scene where he gets killed. <laughs> no way. There is. I well, he think, couldn't possibly be talking about his acting, could he? Maybe. <laughs> what? Maybe. We'll see. I know. I, know. I know. It's not. It's not realistic. But look, I don't think they can kill off Luke now. Han is dead. Carrie Fisher is yeah. inevitably going to die in this next one somehow. So they have to keep at least one of the original stars around. You know, no, I, I I thought she at, was at least done the last with one. episode eight. She was, I but Carrie Fisher had finished shooting eight. She finished shooting eight, so, but they hadn't started nine. So what they're doing is going back and they they scheduled some reshoots for episode eight, and oh, I see. What and they're saying. supposedly involved involving Carrie Fisher, and like it, it doesn't matter that she 
it doesn't matter that her shooting was done because there was a bunch of it planned for her in the next one. Right, because she was gotcha. she was going to be one of the main <laughs> parts of episode nine. So now they have to rewrite all of Carrie Fisher's parts in episode nine. Gotcha. So which that you know sucks, sucks but fuck <laughs> you know it also sucks that we lost a legend and her mother along with it it was very i don't know very tragic so um that being said i really don't think that they're gonna kill off luke skywalker in episode eight i think uh but i think but maybe in episode nine maybe <laughs> i think there's gonna be some sort of you know devastating thing that happens but it you know it'll it'll most likely just be I don't know, Ray losing a hand. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's hand is so, getting cut off. That's so, guaranteed. Someone's gotta lose something. Did it, I believe episode yeah. seven was wasn't that the only one that uh someone didn't lose a limb? In, I'm sure, but I'm sure somebody lost a limb. No no no. It, well in the deleted <laughs> I mean scenes, probably not a main character. In the deleted scenes, Chewie ripped off Unkar Plunt's uh arms. In Maz Kanata's cantina. We'll see. And and it was in the book because they too. always refer to Wookiees doing that. Yeah. Well, yeah, and they did that, but then they they cut that scene from the movie, which I think was a mistake. What? I would love to see that. They, you can find it on YouTube. I think you can find that scene where he's just fucking. Ripping That's his pretty arms gory, off. though. Ah, whatever. <laughs> it was rated PG thirteen for a movie. Come on, Saw for a movie where there's definitely gonna be kids. Like, yeah, whatever, though. <laughs> There was kids in A New Hope and fucking what's his name got his arm cut off. He doesn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like you either. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not what I said. Little robot chicken. Um <laughs> Let's see, moving on. I'm 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 kind of just cheating here. I got coming soon.net's Star Wars news up. Well, and you had so Luke's uh, first words. Oh yes, that's right. Speaking Supposedly. with with Luke Skywalker, yes. Um, if you haven't heard this already, if you if you're a Star Wars fan and you listen to this, then you've probably heard this news already. But um, supposedly at, at some of the screens, possible spoiler alert. Yeah. The, oh yeah, this is definitely a huge spoiler alert. Um, at some of the screenings, I'm getting this from uh, Gizmodo.com. They they did some early screenings of the movie and one of the LA times reporters in attendance supposedly said that Luke's first words, which I'm assuming the first words of the entire movie are, who are you? <gasps> um, so, <laughs> so what's your, what do you think he means by that? First I, that, of all? I, well, obviously he doesn't recognize her. So it's not someone familiar to him. Maybe, maybe. As a Jedi, though, come on now. Darth Vader, I feel but, a presence. A presence thing. I haven't felt since... I mean, come on. If you're that right. powerful of a Jedi right, and, and you can sense somebody's presence and you know that this little right. girl that you hid away has some sort of force powers and that she's related to Han and Leia and you could read those force powers, right. I believe that you would be able to read those same force like uh premonitions when she would return i agree but what if he's not asking it as like he needs to know the answer to the question but more of like 
who are you? And then he's expecting her to say, you know, my name is whatever. And he's like, no, who are you? And then she's going to go, uh, I'm a Jedi. And he'll be like, not yet, but you know, or something like it could be more of a, like a challenge to her. Like, um, what's your title? Who, when he, who are you as in, right. Like when he says, right. When he says, I am a Jedi, like my father before me, like, who are you? Maybe she's going to say, that exact same thing. Oh, do you or, think they'll? Do you think they'll just ruin it in the first five minutes? He'll be like, "Who are you?" And she'll be like, "I'm a Jedi, like my mother before me." And and he'll be like, "Nah, Leia was a bitch or something like that." <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that sounds pretty word for word to me. If, if I had, if I had to write it, that's how I would write it. <laughs> Or in like in in everyone else's predictions, like if he, if he was if she said, "I'm a Jedi like my father before me," and he's like, you know, Obi Wan Kenobi was the most cunning warrior, like whatever. Do you think they would pull something like that where they would spoil it like that, just immediately off the bat, say, just to get it out of the way so everyone can quit caring about it? It's possible because they can they can then immediately focus on the next part of the story. Yeah, um, I think that I don't know. I think and, that would take away from the from the suspense a little bit. To kind of contradict I think it myself, would, I guess. <laughs> but it would, it would depend on how they handled it. It really would, like, and it would depend on what the answer to that question actually is. Sure. So, um, you know, I I really think she'll if if that's if that's true, and he says, "Who are you?" I'm just. A then scavenger. she'll say, "She'll say, I am Ray. I was, you know, or sent here by." Well, I don't know, because that you're right. Maybe she would just say, "I'm just a scavenger." Yeah. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where, like, I think he's asking it in a more non-direct way, and she will answer it in like the incorrect way the sense. first time. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there's also a chance that he goes, "Who are you?" And she's like. You don't remember me? Because I clearly remember you. You were the guy who was leaving me on this desert planet. And you were like, hey, I got left on a desert planet when I was a kid. And it was fine. So just <laughs> relax. Like, I mean, it's possible. You know, yeah. they could just immediately. But because then they would have to set up some new mystery right away. So you're right. I don't think they'll do it that way. But it's, I mean, it's the, it's one of those things that if that's not the opening line i wouldn't be surprised but if it is it wouldn't be that hard to guess because they told us the movie picks up right where the last movie left off Mm -hmm. and we've never seen those two characters meet so it would make sense for one of them to be like what's going on but i i think i honestly i think that from other rumors that I've heard, I believe that what's going to happen is it's going to be like, who are you? And he, she's going to say, I'm just a scavenger. I've been sent here by general, you know, solo to, to, to tell you that your friend Han has died and the funeral is now, and we're coming to pick you up. I think that's how that's going to work. And then they're going to, they're going to go to Han's funeral and they're going to have that sort of thing. And then princess Leia is going to explain to Luke who Ray is at that point i think that after han's Hmm. funeral is when we'll find out that she's probably like han's bastard child something like that 
because it's an interesting possibility. I mean, because then, I, then if you you're right, like th- thinking about it, like it's such a vague thing, and they're like, they're coming out with a new only Han- know. yeah, and and with the Han Solo movie coming out, I mean, there's yeah, there's got to be some some more to it, you know. I, I, That's a good point. I think That's that probably... this all this whole this whole spoiler thing, this whole like, you know, oh, these are the first words. I think it's all just really, really. It's like the the Force Awakens first trailers, you know, when you saw Luke put his hand on R two D two, and everyone's like, "Holy shit, that's gonna be such a cool part!" And it's just part of a vision, you know. It's yeah, it's like actually, that's not even a scene from this movie, <laughs> right? It's it's probably just gonna be so basic to where she's just there to get him. That's why Chewie's with her, you know. I just yeah, I I really well in. Why? Why would Chewie go with her anyway? And why would they let her take the Millennium Falcon? There's, I mean, they they're well, going that, to get him to bring him back for the funeral, hands down. <laughs> well, well, and and just having somebody other than Han show up with Chewie with the Millennium Falcon is with probably his lightsaber. All the, right. Well, and so has Luke been like meditating beyond like paying attention, like. Has he not felt any of this stuff? Oh, I'm sure he has. It, it I guess it just depends on how they want to explain that too, because you could say the same thing about Yoda. Like, why hasn't Yoda come out earlier to teach Luke? But it was because the planet he was on was covered in the dark side and he couldn't see past that world. So maybe something right. like if he's at this Jedi temple and it's just like shrouding his vision and he it's some sort of Sith temple, you know? you never know how they how they're hmm. going to really explain that away <laughs> it's something that they do always eventually have to do though is so yep <laughs> yep it's true no matter how minute <laughs> it is i've been reading aftermath here's another spoiler for you empire's end the book they keep they keep referencing um a certain familiar mandalorian armor that someone oh, really? just claimed to steal off of a dead body. There you go. Boba Fett is dead. So, well, and they also, there was that other rumor that um, Benicio Del Toro would play Boba Fett's son. Son, yep, yep. That was the, I believe that was the next part of this this little rumor mill here, was that s- some of the rumor... The casting rumors are that Benicio del Toro is Boba Fett's son, and his name is I don't know, like Victor or something weird like that. Let me see. Oh come on! No, I'm serious. Let's see if we can come up with a better Fett name than Victor. Like, how about Cranko? Or like, they had those crazy like verb sounding names. I'm looking. Like Django to me and was (laughs) really like very cool. Yeah. Oh come on! They gotta have the the name on here. Oh yeah, uh, I think we actually talked about this a couple weeks ago because it came from Mike Zero. So oh right, you gotta take that. The four chan like, user known as Mike Zero. <laughs> yeah, you gotta take that with like the smallest grain of salt. Vikram, Sir <laughs> Vikram Fett is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, no, no, never mind. I'm Vic Fett. <laughs> Yeah, Vicky. What up, Vicky? Come on, Vicky Fett. Get out of here. Yeah, Mike Zero. Vicky Fett drives a Corvette. 
Yeah, no. I, I don't. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I, I want to bring this up. I went back uh, the other day, and I was watching some old predictions for the Force Awakens, like what people were thinking mm-hmm. was gonna happen. It's fucking hilarious. You should seriously go on YouTube and just oh, find yeah. like the, you know episode seven predictions before they even come out with the name yet. Oh my god, it's it's so, brilliant. So what time stamp would somebody be looking for? Like oh, three like, years ago or two years ago? Two thousand thirteen through probably two thousand fifteen, like up right before okay. it comes out. Oh god, it's it's just fantastic. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away because it's fucking great. Um, but I will give this away. Lucasfilm has registered a trademark for Star Wars Rivals. So, coming from yakfaceforums.com, uh, Lucasfilm has filed two new trademark applications for something called Star Wars Rivals. The descriptions are apparatus for recording, transmission for reproduction of sound or images, audiobooks, audio recordings, audio and visual recordings, video game software, computer programs and software downloadable electronic publications, downloadable game software, downloadable mobile applications, consumer electronics, and accessories, therefore. Um, so it, it looks so like... So I think that just means that they're... I think that just means they're copywriting the name Star Wars Rivals across all media. And like education and entertainment services. So... Hmm. Um, so I wonder, me it sounds like a title of a game. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, that could be a Han Solo versus Boba Fett game. It'd be like Shadows of the Empire, <laughs> kind of. And it would, you know. Oh, man. Oh, man. What if it's Han Solo and Lando Calrissian as rival smugglers? And it's like Grand Theft Auto in Star Wars universe. Oh, that would be tight. Smuggling spice. That I would play. And shit. <laughs> Yeah, and they'd be like, you only have five parsecs to get from (laughs) here to there. Yes. And if you don't, and then people would be furious. They'd be like, it's a unit of distance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. that Actually, that would make a lot of sense. Um, It is, but. I mean, this is everything, though. It looks like they're doing. I mean, you got flotation vests, well, like protective they... face masks, not for medical purposes, snorkels, swimming goggles, swim masks. Yeah, it just sounds like they want to be able to put that the name Rivals on any piece of merchandise. Like, okay, we've, we're going to start a movie or a video game, or maybe it's a new series, and it... they're going to market a ton of stuff related to the series. I like... was actually just, I was looking at the comments on here, and people are saying, like, Toy Line. TV series, um, you know, I, I, that's about it. Toy line or TV series, and I mean, with the with the sense. with the rumors of Rebels, Star Wars Rebels coming to an end. Um, after I, I, they did just renew season f- or renew it for the fourth season, but that would be a good transition. What a cool name to go to from Star Wars Rebels to Star Wars Rivals. Yeah. Yeah. So just change the name of the show. Keep some of the characters automatic continuity with the old fans. Like that'd be brilliant. That's probably what's going on. And you know, in, in rebels, 
Mon Mothma was just back on the show this last episode. Well, last week. This the last episode. This like very very last episode was garbage. It was a filler episode. It's not really worth your time. <laughs> but the one before that was it had Mon Mothma in there, and she had sent out a message to all the like planets that wanted to start a rebellion. This this episode was like the beginning of the rebellion, and so I could see the next season having uh, Ezra and Kanan, the two like quote unquote Jedi of the series becoming rivals because Hmm. Ezra has already dabbled in the dark side and well, and there's your title right there. Yeah. (laughs) Huh? I didn't even think about that. That's that's, that would be sweet. I would, I would like that. I would really enjoy that because it would, it, mm. They could have all sorts of cool yep. rival shit going on with with the new episode. Um, God, it's it's tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow night, my friend. This is an episode that you seriously. I, I don't think you're ever gonna want to watch another episode after this. I'm maybe I'm hyping it up too much, but this is <laughs> this is Darth Maul versus Obi Wan Part Two. Part Two. <laughs> part Two. So. How- I still, I mean, <laughs> I get still, it. Like, I, I get that. Like, Darth dude, Obi Wan kicked your ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he now, kicked your ass in half. <laughs> right. He's and and Darth Maul has come from a from from a lot. <laughs> Talk about rock bottom. Having he's, having a set of sp- he, mechanical he spider at, legs. He started at the bottom. Now he's here. <laughs> yeah. Now he's on Tatooine. Uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, that's cool. I just because I've seen a few of the the fight sequences with Darth Maul and his brother, whose name I don't remember, but Savage. Savage I really like. Yeah, yeah. I really liked the animation style of that. Um, But I would be stoked to see that because, I mean, if they're putting him up against Obi-Wan, he must be way stronger than he was. He is. is And Darth Maul, like you've seen his story progress since Clone Wars. Like, and I, I, it's really cool how Rebels has continued it. And he's now like, he's super powerful. He'd been studying inside a Sith temple for like 10, 15 years, just chilling in there with like, and just meditating and like learning the ways of the, not the Sith, but like the dark side. So like, he's, he's not, he doesn't consider himself a Sith anymore. He's not even, Darth anymore. He just wants to be called Maul. He's like renounced right. the Sith ways, and so I think he did that in the Clone Wars. But now he's just like, it's it, he's just all powerful dark side. You know, it's like Ahsoka when cool. when she came in and fought Darth Vader last season in Rebels. Her lightsabers weren't blue or green; they were white. They were gray. It was you know she was right. kind of the beginning of that gray Jedi standpoint, and Maul is kind of the beginning of the just the dark side users, which apparently they always have to have a name for it. The Sith, the Knights of Ren, the whatever else you got, <laughs> but it's, it's very interesting. It and I'm, be, I'm really excited to see. I, I, I hope they don't kill him in this. I, I hope that Obi-Wan just like hurts him again or something, or they, or they get to the end and they're like, why are we fighting? You know? And, and like Maul goes off and then he has some more stories. I, I don't know. I, I was just going to say, I think as a fan of Darth Maul, because I was, what, 10 when the first trailer came mm. out for episode one. Oh. As a fan of Darth Maul, I really hope that they connect him to the new trilogy somehow. 
like yeah have him have him teach um snoke or have him fucking be snoke well like, and that's you know what i mean like here's some more just have him connected some way right like, that would be really cool and i think it would finally do the character justice as opposed to design the coolest character we can find and then drop him down a hole right like, well i think okay here's i i said i wasn't gonna make any more star wars predictions but <laughs> the the one the, with ezra in in star wars in rebels he's he's like a kid he's a padawan to kanan mm-hmm. and look this this whole thing of star wars rivals being trademarked would actually solidify this a lot because a lot of people have speculated that Benicio del Toro is playing Ezra as an adult and he's a fully trained uh-huh. knight of Ren. And so Maul could be the beginning of the Knights of Ren. And he would also right. consider himself Snoke. You know what I mean? Like he would Maul right. would Maul would disappear into the smoke, but you know, and he would change his name to something that resembles that or something. And and then he trains the Knights right. of Ren. Supposedly, uh, Snoke is supposed to be really small. He's like a really short guy, and Darth Maul was really short, if you remember, five foot nothing. Well, yeah, I do remember that actually. It was so, very short. It's the same actor that did the kung fu scenes for Raiden in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was funny. He's like a foot shorter <laughs> than uh, than Highlander. Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I, I think that'd be super cool too to to show how Ezra becomes you know the the first of the night the Knights of Ren, you know right. Well, and maybe that's why maybe that's why Snoke has that giant gash down the front of his face because it's because Obi Wan Obi Wan fucks him up bad, cuts <laughs> off all his horns, and then buries the saber in his face just to be sure, but then somehow through like sheer evil dark side willpower he comes back he reincarnates himself yeah. with the wound and he's like well, now i'm gonna call myself snoke and i'm gonna spend forever getting revenge on you and so then how perfect would it be if ray is uh obi-wan's granddaughter and snoke is like holy fucking shit we can ruin the kenobis yeah. boom story right there motherfucker boom <laughs> Movie written. Check cashed. Hit me up, Disney. I will write for you. <laughs> it's that easy. That's so, how it's done. It is. Um that's about all I got for, for Star Wars though. Do you wanna do you wanna continue you wanna smoke a cigarette? Take a break? Continue this? Um we can take a break. Um I'm gonna order some pizza. Also, one more thing on Star Wars okay. before we go. Um Gareth Edwards didn't ask me anything on Reddit recently. I think it was last week. Okay. And some people were asking him like, okay, so if you could pick some other characters from the movie and they were get their own spinoff. And of course, everybody was hoping he would say Chira and Baze. And he totally said Chira and Baze. He was like, I would love to make that movie. Like, I'm sure it's not, you know, currently in the works or anything, but as a passion project and something that he could just do if he had, you know, infinite options. That was one of the things he brought up. And I just thought, man, how cool would that be? Yeah. Oh man. I just got my first Imwe toy. (laughs) 
not to say that I won't get several more toys of the same character. This is the first one of this guy. Let me <laughs> let me rephrase that. My first Himue uh, 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 collectible action figure. It's not a toy. <laughs> yeah, it's a figure. <laughs> I agree, though. That would be an awesome movie to see. I would like to see the beginnings of that friendship and how they how uh how Baze came to be like such a guardian of him you know yeah i'm thinking buddy cop style movie yeah like them cruising around the galaxy in a speeder like <laughs> hey man the force is one and now the one with me and he's like he's like no man come on we gotta go pick up these bad guys and <laughs> yeah. it, it'll be like totally like a uh, training day right like <laughs> one of them's really intense or, and the other one's like or lethal just weapon. feels totally out of place yeah yeah exactly <laughs> perfect star wars lethal weapon style Riggs! Riggs, you gotta get off the toilet, Riggs! Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, we should write movies. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be down. So, we're gonna uh, take a little break and write a movie real quick. And then we'll be back to talk about... There's not a lot to go, because, you know, we still gotta put Corbin's Corner in this, so... I do want to talk some Star Trek news. That's why I gotta take a break. We can't bleed Star Wars and Star Trek in the same hour, so... Yeah, it wouldn't even make sense. Gotta take a break. Um, and then I, I want to talk a little sports news. Cause, yeah. Uh, we haven't done that. Because, I mean, there's not really much to talk we about. We haven't. But there's well, some good stuff also going because, on there. Yeah, well, mostly because only football is the cool sport. But Yes, I, I do I right do want to talk a little so. basketball, too. But uh, Oh, my God. Really? Okay, you go right. ahead and do that. But if you're going to do that, <laughs> then I'm going to bring up I'm going to bring up baseball. It's... <laughs> That's why I'm not. It's not going to be like a lot. I'm telling you, it's going to be like a sentence. But okay, we'll, get there when well we then get I'll there. get. I'll get. Yeah, yeah, we're good. So, yeah. Did I say we're going to take a break already? Because we're going to take a break. Insecurity is a really ugly trait, and it's impossible to see. Cause it's written on your face Just take a moment to think about The times that you let it fall out of your mouth It comes back to haunt you An apology Can't affect the past But it can affect the future And the future's coming fast We're sinking down to the bottom Of this bottle And the sun starts coming up We better call it an evening Just try to stay honest. Just try to stay honest. 
podcast that was music by i don't remember it'll be in the show notes um we're gonna move on to our star trek news i'll guess i'll uh do you have the do you have, have the notes for this up jesse uh, i don't i don't have the links but um basically they have announced that there's been a new cast member added to the upcoming star trek discovery cast and it's the guy who played Lucius Malfoy. What do you think about that? What it's uh, what's his name? Jason Isaacs. He's going to, he's going to, he's play a really good actor. Captain Lorca. Yeah. He's, he's a very good actor. I really like Jason Isaacs. Um, I, I, <laughs> I mean, he's, it pretty much guarantees though that he's going to die. Right. Like they got a famous actor in a show that is going to be debuting on a web service like this guy's going to die and he's going to pave the way for I think they said it's a female lead to either become captain or assume a command role or something like that. Yeah, The Walking um, Dead actor. But yeah, this guy, he's, he's going to die. <laughs> OK. Yes. I didn't. Which I am very that. excited for because I like her, too. She's yeah. she's the um, she's the main character playing a lieutenant commander under Isaac's command. So right, it, you're, so you're definitely. I mean, right in that sense, it's going to be like a Captain Pike, Captain Kirk sort of situation. It seems like. Right, or you know, maybe something. Uh, you're probably right. It'll probably be that exact relationship 
just to draw the parallel now right. that I think about it. Yeah. But I was hoping, you know, maybe it's more of like a, you know, teacher student relationship or something, but no, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, but, would, it would make the most sense. And especially to get older fans into the show, I think to, to right. draw some sort of relation to what they, once again, that familiarity complex or, yeah. You know, remaking things all the time. Like they want to get that nostalgic feeling back. So they're going to try and do it that well, way. Well, you know, and the last time there was a distinguished English actor at the head of Star Trek, it did really well. So they're probably, you know, using it as a guidepost. Like here, here will be your authority figure. You can tell this guy is authoritative just looking at him. Like you can tell those are the characters he will play you know, right. for the most part. Um, so it's it's a good move i really think it is i'm excited to see how he does um you think it'll and, be a, you know i'm you excited be a few episode kind of thing like two or three episodes before <sighs> he dies off or i mean you it's think it'll be immediate i don't know it's impossible it's impossible to guess uh based on the the zero information that we really have but <laughs> um i would say that at most he could last a few episodes but they really need to get the the focus shifted to the main character fairly early so at the most i would say probably two episodes that gives them one episode to build an important relationship between the two characters and then just enough of a second episode to make his death feel a little bit you know have some weight to it so that it's not just so he doesn't feel like a red shirt um he won't anyway because he'll have lines but you know (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) that's very true yeah yeah I, I like that. I like this. I um, what I basically what you're saying. I, I agree with that, and I, I hope that it it works out and that they can draw people into it. I'm gonna watch this whole series no matter what. But like, if they can draw more people into it and get the franchise like rolling again, I think that'd be great. As do I. I am praying that's what happens because. I need more Star Trek, especially with so much Star Wars all over the place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's and I mean, it's just drowning everything else. Um, I love I love Star Wars. I'm a huge fan, but like it's getting it's getting to the point where, you know, you walk into a store and you see Star Wars lotion and you're like, why? Dude, everything. <laughs> Star Wars, every toothpaste. Yeah. Um. Like every, every possible conceivable product has Star Wars on it, which yeah. isn't new, but it's like, I guess, I guess I was younger the first time that this happened in my lifetime. So it didn't bug me as much. <laughs> right. Right. I guess when episode it was all aimed at out, me. <laughs> yeah. When episode one came out, I was super stoked about it. Oh my God. Give me that toothbrush. I really want that. Yeah. So that it makes sense. Yeah. But it is, uh, we need something else. We need something else. Because Marvel's all over the place too. Um, any any of that Marvel stuff is just on. We need everything. we need an original franchise, like yeah, something new and awesome. And I'm sure that that is out there somewhere. You know, it's got for be. a lot of people. That's recently it's been Stranger Things and Westworld and right. You know, the, a lot I of mean, it's been geared around. Those are shows, series, but... though, and I guess I guess the the new norm is is a thirteen episode series that people love. Yeah, because um, movies, I guess, just don't hold your attention as much. Well, and I guess what people want now is cinematic quality level 
television. So it's like, sure, it's it's as good as a movie, but it, it's only forty two minutes long or however long an right. actual hour TV show. I think is. people are looking for more longevity too. You know where you're not just watching an hour and a half of a story. Everything's crammed into this hour and a half, two hours. You're watching a huge production and a huge like description of what's going on. I mean, Game of Thrones, obviously that was a book, but like, you know, they're on their seventh season now and fuck dude, (laughs) that, that shit has been incredible. It the plays way, out, the way it plays they, out like a soap opera. Yeah, yeah, and the way that you just connect with everything. Like a lot, I think a lot of times in movies you don't connect as well with characters. Probably one reason why franchises yeah, like it's Star hard to Wars care. And, and Marvel have, have lasted for so long because they've been around for so exactly. long. Exactly, because it's hard to care. It's hard to care about a character you only know for an hour and a half. Right. But if you know that character for seven years mm. on TV, then you have a relationship with them. Right. And they affect you in different ways. And, and then when it ends, it means so much more, you know, exactly. Like breaking bad, for instance, I loved that series and it sucked when it ended. I've never been so upset with, with with the series ending before, but it was just because I, I didn't relate. I didn't relate to the character. It was because it was over, (laughs) not because you hated the ending. No. Yeah. It was. And it was because it wasn't just because it was over. Yeah. It was, I, I just, I love that series so much and that story and the way that it all played out, you know, and, but it was also great to have an ending. There are some TV shows that yeah go on for way over the amount of time they should. Dexter, for instance, that, that show just ruined itself. Weeds was the same way. It just ruined itself by going too long. And I think now it's, people are starting to figure out that they need to end it eventually. And so they need to tell self-contained stories yeah. in complete arcs. We're, yeah. looking at, we're looking at you, Walking Dead. End it. <laughs> Fucking well, end it. Again, again, I'm not because I'm not watching it. But Oh, yeah. Well, I quit <laughs> watching it two years ago because I'm like, dude, come on. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. got to be something else going on here. Um, and, you know, on the subject of Marvel and Star Trek, um, th- this morning... It was just announced that Sony is going to make a spinoff of Venom. They're going to make a Venom movie, finally. Uh, And it's scheduled for 2018, October 2018. And Alex Kurtzman is um, directing. Who is heavily involved in Star Trek and Marvel. Um, Now, here's the thing. I would have been so excited to hear that there was a Venom movie coming out like seven years ago. Like my at this point, I have so little faith that Holy a Spider-Man shit, wait, movie will be done wait, well. This, there was some news that was just released, like some some rumor debunkers. Alex Kurtzman is not directing this movie. This was released like hey. literally twenty minutes ago. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. Well, there you go. He's not directing the movie, but it's still happening. Well. Let me see if I can find something. Regardless, else, a little bit more info. But go at on. At this yeah, point, sorry. I have at, at this point I have so little faith left in a studio's ability to make a good Spider-Man movie that I'm I'm not even really that excited for a Venom movie. Like, if if it was you know Marvel doing it, and I was told that you know some of the comic writers are in on it or something, and I'd be like, oh cool, you know it's gonna be a real Venom story. But sure, if it's not, and it's just gonna be 
you know, the last three Spider-Man movies I've seen, I don't want to see that again. <laughs> right. What do What do you think about the uh, Marvel, the Tom Holland Spider-Man coming out this year? So that one gives me hope just because Marvel is in charge of it. And I mean, it might be pretty cheap of them to just put Iron Man in it, which is like a, hey, look, this movie will do well anyway. Sure. Type of a thing. But if they do it well, and if it's a good Spider-Man movie, I'll, you know, I'm willing to give it a chance. The point is I'm willing to see it, even though I've hated the last ones that I saw. So right. I just... I guess I, there, there really I, yeah, hasn't been a good know. Spider-Man movie since the first one. The first one was probably no, the most... No, there hasn't it. been a good one since the second one. The uh, second okay. Spider-Man movie okay. with Tobey Maguire was great. Right, with Him with Doc and Oc- Dr. Okay. Octopus. That's, that's yeah, what I was thinking. I that forgot. one was great. I forgot that one was the second one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. I loved that movie for sure. That was really good. Um, and then it all went to hell and stayed there. Oh, yeah. And you were saying earlier you hadn't even seen the Amazing Spider-Mans yet, have you? Right. I saw the, um, uh, what was it? No, I, th- I saw the first Amazing Spider-Man, um, but not the second one. Wait a minute. Has there been two or have there been three? Two, just two. There were three Topher Grace ones and then two Amazing Spider-Mans. The first Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man mean, was an origin and the second one You was... mean Tobey Maguire because I... Topher Grace Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in the third one. Oh, Venom shit. <laughs> they're the same Spider-Man guy. 3. They're, they're the same fucking person. <laughs> they Come are. On. It's funny. It's like he probably should have played Spider-Man because he was younger than Tobey was at the point. So Yeah. But... God damn. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> that movie sucked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just... It, the cramming of villains, right? Like, right. they're putting so many bad guys in every movie. And that started in Spider-Man 3. Oh, and it was so like, true. they refused to learn that lesson from that. They were like, oh, put every villain in every movie every time? Okay, <laughs> we'll do that. And then they did. So I just, yeah, I'm not... I guess I'm not excited for Venom, but I wish that I was, is how I would describe it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Amazing Spider-Man had the lizard in it. Right. That's right. And it wasn't the guy that they spent three movies building up to be the lizard in the original trilogy. Yeah, well, it was they a whole... A it actor. was a reboot. Like, they rebooted that whole franchise. <laughs> yeah, but... Connors for so long. I know. Like, he was great. Too. It was such a wink. It was like, just keep waiting, man. Just keep waiting. The lizard is coming. Don't you worry. And then, like, no, that guy is not going to be in it. Yeah. What? I was I really hoping that guy. He I was, was really so hoping nice. that uh, Spider Man 3 would have had the lizard be the villain and Venom come out at the end. Yeah. And then, they, cool. and then they would have made, like, some other. But I think, what was his name? Toby McGuire. Toby, Toby Grace, I think, wanted <laughs> to. Uh, he was done with this with the series with the franchise, so they had to reboot it. Actually, wasn't it? Now that I think about it, no, you're right. But now that I think about it, it's possible that I could be excited by the Venom movie if the bad guy turns out to be Carnage. Right, and that would that would that make the most might, sense. That might work for me. Um, yeah, I mean, you never know what they're going to do with, with the Tom Holland Spider-Man, too, if they somehow throw Venom into this, like, at the very end credits. I, I don't know if Sony and Marvel are working together on the Venom movie. I know they are with Spider-Man, but yeah. I don't know with Venom. So it, 
it, it's possible that they could at the very end, like at the end credits, throw in an Easter egg where it's like, you know, showing the the symbiote coming coming down from space and Venom taking over the suit or whatever, you know. Right. And and then becoming Venom, and then the movie comes out with with Carnage in it, and then Venom is fighting Carnage and. You know that's that's how Venom is introduced, but then you find I don't know it, they they could go a lot of ways with it, and I would be super excited if if eventually they had a good Spider-Man versus Venom movie. Yeah, because that's classic. Be cool. I mean, that's fucking classic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's what everybody wants. <laughs> yeah, it's like everybody wanted a Batman versus Superman. Now, if they fuck it up like Batman versus Superman did, I don't know. That might yeah. be that might be the end of that's Marvel true. for me. But like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, in in conclusion, there will be a Venom movie, and it'll probably suck. But you know, maybe it won't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess you never know. So uh, let's move on to our final topic here. We haven't we haven't done this really. There hasn't been a lot to talk about um, in this realm. Uh, but we got some sports news that I kind of want to talk about. Um, let me just get this off yeah, my chest. Yeah, yeah. The Nuggets have won four games in a row. They're headed to the playoffs this year for the first time in five years, and that's kind of exciting. So that was all I wanted to say about the Nuggets. <laughs> that's it. I yeah. will give you that. I guess that's kind of exciting. <laughs> yeah, man. Come on. Got some good players. Some good uh, I, you know me. players and stuff. You know so. me. I'm not. Yeah. I I'm know. not a big basketball fan. That's my fault. I know. <laughs> um. So we will move on to something that you are a fan of, which is football. And I would football. like to... <laughs> so I'd like to talk about the Broncos. <laughs> um, that should be a bumper right there. <laughs> they have signed yeah. defensive tackles, uh, Domato Pecco from Cincinnati and Zach Kerr from Indianapolis. Two really good defensive tackles. But then we also got um, our offensive tackle, Menelik Watson from Oakland who has had a fantastic career so far. And we got um, a guard from Dallas, Ronald Leary. Upgrading that offense. Now, to me, you, to me, well, it's specifically upgrading that offensive line. And to me, Ronald Leary is the most intriguing of those pickups because the, Dallas, the Dallas offensive line was amazing last year. Yeah. I don't know if you watched any Dallas games, I did. but Zeke Elliott ran roughshod whenever he felt like it. Yeah. That O-line was pushing people off the ball every single play. It was amazing. I'm glad to have even a piece of that here in Denver. I'm oh, yeah. really excited to have him here. I, I am too, especially he's got, he's no, got a good leadership No, I wasn't going to say... Too. You're right. And no, I wasn't going to say that means Romo is coming here next because they know each other. <laughs> No, Romo. I don't think Romo's going to come here anymore. I think if they would have released him, I really don't. Right at free agency, we might have picked him up. But now that Jerry Jones is trying to get some sort of trade for him, I, I don't. I don't think we're going to get Romo anymore. I think he's going to go to the fucking Browns. <laughs> They're going to trade. Brock I really Osweiler doubt he goes to the Browns. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear? Brock Osweiler was cut from the Browns immediately after being traded there. I know. <laughs> That's what you get. That is what you get. Um, that was, and I don't normally root for players to have misfortune. I really don't. But I was really glad to see Brock Osweiler get moved to Cleveland and then cut. 
I mean, and you that know, was the most fitting end to his year. I think that he could have had. I, do you know, I was. Do you know the whole thing that happened that. between that? Like, so Houston was like, "Hey, Cleveland, we'll give you a second round draft pick if you take Brock Osweiler." Right. And so, so they Cle- took the draft pick and then dropped him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cleveland was like, "Well, yeah, sure, whatever." And because uh, Cleveland yeah. has all this fucking money they can spend, so they're like, "Yeah, we'll we'll pay sixteen million for a draft pick." And then they were going to try and trade him, and nobody wanted him, so they cut him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love it. And you know that's that's beautiful. That's what you. I mean, he had such a good opportunity in Denver. He had it made here. You know, he had he had the offense. He had the good coaches. He had Elway. I mean, he he was going to be the starting quarterback for a storied franchise, and to drop yeah. all that for a seventy five million dollar paycheck, which now he's not even going to get all of it. <laughs> well, and he, I mean, it really, to me, I think it boils down to, and I think a lot of Broncos fans agree that it boils down to, he's just a brat. Yeah. Like, that's the only way to describe his personality. He's a brat. It's so true. And he got treated like one. So, yep. That's fine. Cleveland is the NFL equivalent of timeout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, I you know I, I'm I am excited about this new the new offensive line that we're getting together right now. Um, I think it, I think it's looking like we're gonna sign Christian McCaffrey. I'm hoping. Yeah. And and one reason well, I'm sure obvi- we'll try right. And one reason we would obviously get the offensive line upgraded is to cover our quarterback, but also so we can have a running game. But if if C.J. Anderson gets injured in the sixth game of the season again, and we have to rely on Devontae Booker, then we're fucked. So I really think we're gonna pick up a running back in the hmm. draft. I think Booker's a I think Booker's a talented back. It's just that neither I don't think neither him or C.J. is supposed to be featured. I think they're more of a committee type. Um, just I, I think they're that's like just a, their skill like set. A, yeah, they're like a Justin Forsett sort of thing. Right. They're there to complement. supplement with some other skill. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm excited though. I, I don't I, I don't know anything about Vance Joseph. I, I've heard that he's very highly praised, um, but I'm excited to see what he does in his first year as a head coach in in Denver. Yeah, um, and well, considering John he, Elway seems John Elway seems to have a lot of respect for him personally. So right. for me, that's good enough. And considering they picked up Mike McCoy to handle the offense, I mean, that's the dude that took Tebow to the fucking second round of the playoffs. So imagine <laughs> what he can do with Trevor Simeon, you know. Yeah. And, and just the development of Paxton Lynch, if we decide to keep him, ugh, I'm over that too. Keep Trevor. Just keep him in there. I still, I still think our next big move needs to be a quarterback. I don't, I don't think either of the guys there right now inspires confidence in a championship at all. But that's just me. But the that's guy, I, I mean, the, the locker room rallies around Trevor Simeon. They made him captain halfway through the season last year, which means those dudes respect him. Which and that's, means that like. He's a good pl- he's a good player in their eyes, which is a great thing to have as a quarterback. And then and then how smart and, he is. Right. So he's he learned from Peyton Manning. He's he's from Northwestern. He's not a dumb kid, you know. He's not just a jock that goes right. to play football. He's he studies that game and no quarterback in the history has ever come in and just went straight to a fucking Super Bowl and won it. You know, like, I mean, look at look at most of the quarterbacks that come into the league. I mean, Tom Brady, okay, he's the exception because whatever. Well, he's always had a good ben team. But <laughs> okay, and, and just, did he win I'm, his rookie season? Let me just throw that out there. <laughs> did he win as a rookie? Um, I believe. I, I thought it was his second year. I believe it was year. either his rookie year. 
I'll look it up right now. But okay. the point is, all those things are are very good qualities of for Trevor Simeon to have, and, and you I'm have glad to, that he has. You have them. to like build, and that I'm glad around. that he has them here. Yeah, I and it's it's just too much of a Fully win agreed. now. Lee, I just he's that, and he's just he's he's great and awesome. But I don't know if he's special. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <sighs> to win a Super Bowl, you need to be special. Paxton Lynch can't even run a huddle, so. I don't know how special that is, but I don't know. I just, I guess, I guess I just really like rooting for the underdog and Trevor Simeon has been the underdog. I liked Simeon over Brock Osweiler, you know, when Trevor has been the underdog his whole life. Yeah, that's probably true. So I, I, I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter. We don't make the decisions for the team. I've never even really played football, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but like <laughs> as a, as a, fan man i just i want to see something i want to see some more continuity you know i want to i want to see coaches stay for more than three years and and build something you know like shanahan did or like like yeah. dan reeves did shanahan took over dan reeves team but i mean he was here for a while and yeah you can't you can't just keep getting right, coaches though. and like you're uh, right though about the nature of the league now it's very win now do whatever it takes within the next year or two. Right. What can um, you do I for me? Right I am going to point out. I am going to point out. You were right. Big Ben didn't win until his second year in the league, but he was the youngest Super Bowl winning quarterback in NFL history. There you go. My but pizza's still. here. I'll be right back. Okay. Jesse's going to take his little break here, um, and I'm going to not say anything. I'm just going to cut this out. <laughs> do do do. So what are you saying about Ben Roethlisberger? He won in the second year and... Yeah, so he won his, his second year, not his first year in the league. And when he did, um, it was the... He became the youngest Super Bowl winning quarterback in NFL history. Okay. So. But either way, still, it was it was in his second year. No rookie <laughs> has ever come out right, of that. Right, you're right. So. Nobody just shows up and is great. Yeah. But... But I personally, as a Broncos fan and as a football fan who watched a lot of football, I don't think Trevor Simeon or Paxton Lynch is the special guy to get the Broncos to the Super Bowl. That's just my opinion. I I would I guess I could agree with that. I think Simeon could take us deep in the playoffs, um, but it, I mean it also just depends on how well the team is going to carry him too. Because I mean Peyton Manning was god awful when we won the Super Bowl, so. But his mind was the only asset we needed. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. We I mean, it really is. Bring, bring it sounds him back scientisty, but it's true. Bring him back to quarterbacks code. <laughs> um, all the time. So speaking of bringing players back, I don't know if you read this on Twitter this morning, but according to Adam Schefter, the Raiders are attempting to lure Marshawn Lynch out of retirement to play for them. Really? Two things with this. Two things with this. First of all, that would be awesome because I love Marshawn Lynch and I'd love to see him play again. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Exactly. It would suck, though, for Broncos fans because then the Raiders would get even better. Now, the thing is, the Seahawks still own the rights to Marshawn Lynch as a player because he retired after their season and still had time left on his contract. Right. 
So that contract hasn't expired. They still own the rights to him. So they would either need to trade him or release him. Mm. So there are some roadblocks, but just be aware the Raiders are trying to get even nastier. <sighs> God damn it. It's all right. It's been a long time for the Raiders. As soon as they went to that. <laughs> Now's their time. <laughs> well, when they went to that Super Bowl, did they win that Super Bowl in the in 2000s? No, Tampa Bay won that Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, they haven't won It's been shit. a minute. So, like, I guess I guess good for you, Oakland. <laughs> but that's all I'll ever and, say that's um, nice about the Raiders. <laughs> my, last, my last piece of this, um, Geno Smith has gone from the Jets to the Giants. So... It kind of makes you wonder if they're starting to plan for life after Eli. Geno Smith went to the Jet. Nah. What did what did yeah. uh, what did the Giants give away? Do you know? Uh, I didn't see. I think he was been released, but I would have to go look at it again. Oh, okay. But either way, Geno Smith isn't that great, and he's not going to start games for them or anything. So, I mean, I was going to say I think they're just preparing you know, for Eli getting hurt. Being able to have that's possible too. That just chuck the ball. So, so my thought is maybe somebody on the giant staff actually really likes what they've seen from Geno Smith, and they're like, "Let's get this guy now while he's dirt cheap, right. and you know, make him our next good player." Sure. So maybe, but I again, I'm not inspired by Geno Smith. <laughs> I mean, it all. It's so funny because I don't think football really. I mean, it all depends on how you get along with your coaches and stuff. I mean, like I was saying earlier with Tebow and McCoy. No one expected right. the Broncos to even make the playoffs, let alone beat the Steelers. Like, there's, there's just a certain connection that I think certain people have. And if that, you know, if that person in New York wanted Geno Smith and they connect, then maybe they could be good. So, you never know. It's possible, but the not fit likely. Is what matters, supposedly, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, I think with that, we're gonna cut this off here and. Move on over to Corbin's corner for the week. I believe he's reviewing Logan. Um, maybe uh, maybe I'll pop in on that one too. I'll give him a call because I might go see Logan tonight. So I'm gonna have to wait. I think I'm seeing it next week. Uh, okay. Eh, maybe I'll wait too. Then either way, Corbin's corner is gonna be up <laughs> next, and uh, it's been fun chatting at you. Get a hold of us on Podcast at gmail.com or on Facebook or any of that other stuff at the beginning of the episode. So thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next week.